This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Learn more at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A new escalation in the U.S.-China trade war became official over the weekend. Tariffs from both the U.S. and China went into effect on Sunday, albeit slightly fewer tariffs than originally threatened due to the Trump administration's plan to hold off on some of the tariffs until December. But for farm country, the escalation represents another challenge to trade war recovery. The dispute has had an impact on soybean futures prices, but Rabobank analyst Aaron Fitzpatrick says the trade war is also having an impact on the basis as well. Basis along the river is definitely being driven by China, and so if China does come back in the market, the tariffs are taken off of U.S. soybeans going to China, then I think the river is really going to start to be the driver of U.S. cash prices. However, that's probably not going to happen in the near term. So it's still going to be the domestic demand market and the domestic supply dislocations of the crops that are going to be the key drivers to cash markets. A new report from Purdue University and the CME Group shows the drop in commodity prices brought about by the lingering trade war, as well as some USDA figures, has farmers far less optimistic than they were a month ago. The ag economy barometer dropped 29 points in August, and the index of current and future expectations also saw a dip. Tucked away in this month's report was an expectation from producers that market facilitation program payments are on the way for 2020. 58% of farmers say they expect another MFP payment for the 2020 crop year. Fitzpatrick says Rabobank is advising producers not to count on it. If you get the payment one year, you get the payment the second year, and this continues into the third year, I do think that farmers will assume that there's some type of a payment that could likely occur. Um, Because they have changed the program, from the first year to the second year. I don't necessarily know if farmers will make their planning decisions based on it, other than the fact that they will expect, if this trade war continues, that some type of payment is going to be due. As a bank, we're we're telling our clients, don't bank on having this payment. Don't change your planting decisions based on this payment. She says this year's MFP payments moved many farmers above the break-even point. The Trump administration has big expectations for the month of September and the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Negotiations are ongoing between the administration and House Democrats as they inch closer to final passage of the deal, but no floor action is planned at this time. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley spoke to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer late last week, and Grassley says Lighthizer is looking for movement this month. I had conversations with Lighthizer, and he expects September to be the big month of working everything out with uh, House representatives to satisfy the Democrats and even hopefully get labor union on board. Uh, Then when that's done, I think it moves pretty quickly. Grassley says in conversations with House Democratic leaders, he hasn't heard negative comments about the USMCA. Finally today, the leader of the nation's farm credit system says issues in the ethanol sector are causing broader issues for farm profitability. Glenn Smith is the chairman and CEO of the Farm Credit Administration. He says the biofuel has kept corn rocking back and forth in recent months. Ethanol production is, is critical to maintaining prices, uh, corn prices, at a decent level. Uh, absolutely critical. And um, the passage of the E15, the acceptance of the E15 was a step in the right direction. Um, the waivers that's been granted recently uh, to EPA is a step backwards. He says ethanol plants are trying to figure out the new normal. They're worried about not only the supply of corn, what they would have to pay for corn, uh, but the price of ethanol being at, at, uh, severely in, in the red. 
And that's a real concern. We've got to have a vibrant, active ethanol industry to support, uh, support our grain prices. For more from Smith, including his thoughts on a wide array of farm economy issues, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it drives U.S. jobs and our economy forward. Learn more about biodiesel at americasadvancedbiofuel.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.